what's going on? Who is Tunde here? Welcome to another episode of Afrobeats Weekly, your podcast about African music on the continent and the diaspora. What's really good? Crazy week in the Afrobeat space in Nigeria. Uh, we'll get to that shortly. It's another Monday. Welcome. Thank you guys for giving us your listening ear. Shout out to you and yours for rocking with us. Before we get into today's episode, like clockwork, I need you guys to please rate and review the podcast and engage with us. It helps us grow, it helps us get noticed. So as you're listening from your favorite app right now, just leave that five-star rating and comments. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. On today's episode of Afrobeats Weekly, you know, given the current climate of our things are in Nigerian music space, um, and one of the root causes of the problem, I think we'll be discussing navigating record deals. We've also got that Juice Palmwine Diaries EP on deck. And as usual, new songs, part of the week, eliminate turntable chats and all that other good stuff. What's good, my G? What's good? Yo, what up, man? What up, what up? How you doing, man? I did, man. I did. I'll follow. No, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Uh, it's been a it's been a rough week. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, sad week, man. We put it, but yeah. Um, it's been some good music. Not so, some not so great music. It's been a whole lot of controversy, <laughs> and yeah, we'll jump into all of that. So yeah, man. Yeah. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Almost, almost the same thing as yours. You know, the news hit everybody. Kind of sad. So that kind of like just dictated the remaining of the week for everybody. But yeah, I guess we all live, we all learn. Anyways, let's go into fan mail. This week we have um, a mail from Sharon Adeniji and it goes, this is Afrobeats Weekly, so I'm not sure if y'all will touch the Nigerian hip-hop conversation that trended on Twitter, BX, this week, or avoid it altogether. Don't worry, I'm not asking for your list. My question is a little different. Who had the best verse on Crown? Uh, my question, uh, sorry, I only ask because AQ won lyricist on the role for 2019, in 2019 for his verse on Crown, a song in which I think Ghost had the better verse. People use the number of times AQ won lyricist on the role as points in his favor in the conversation this week. And honestly, I looked at those tweets with a side eye. I know y'all are hip hop heads, so don't give me any PC response, please. <laughs> Anyways, here's an easy fire for this for y'all. Top five rap songs and top five verses. Anyway, let me quickly give my own <laughs> thoughts on this because I know she has thoughts. She's always excited about this kind of topic. <laughs> yo, yo. Oh. All right. Anyway, my non PC version is that the only list I think AQ can be higher than NATO, you know, is a list based on just lyricism alone. I mean, it's just lyrics, nothing else. We're not talking delivery. We're not talking flow. Like, who can put words together, you know, and give you that, like, stank face? I think AQ wins that. But being a good rapper is more than just lyricism. You know, you have to bring all these things together, your flows, your lyrics, your delivery, the beats you pick. These are the things that make you a complete package. And it's not by the amount of lyricists on the role awards or by the number of albums you put out that makes you impactful. I think it's how people resonate with your music. You know, you have to be authentic, you have to be original. I think an impactful rapper has to have the ability to connect with the audience emotionally and culturally. 
and it is clear that Neto C's music has and had that effect. So that's my non-PC answer. I don't know if Show has <laughs> his non-PC answer ready. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm I'm on you with that, given the fact that I mean it was such a weird it was such a weird argument. Um, yes, I agreed with the SDC part. I feel like SDC is high on the list. That most people you don't even understand how high on the list they are. Um, but yes, they're high on the list. I think they're better than NATO. That's just me personally. Um, but the AQ one was kind of funny. Um, I understand that they say, oh, you know, AQ still the one pushing, you know, yeah. Nigerian rap forward. Yeah. I understand our arguments. But like you mentioned, rap is more than just lyricism. Cause if it was lyrics, if it was just by lyricism, Papoose would be the greatest rapper in the world. True that. Like, that's what we would be saying. We'll be saying Papoose is the greatest. Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who else would be calling yeah. on that list. But it's more than that. Um Nato gave us hits for for years. Um, gave us amazing features. You know, yes, boss was the same for a couple of years. Yep. And so, based off of that, yes, is no, we we can't do that. However, I have my own top five MCs, top five <laughs> rappers, and I would talk about that on my top five. So that's <laughs> that's as easy as it is. And yes, back to um, the crown yes, song. Ghost yeah. by far had the best verse. Yeah. By yeah. far. Yes, he even went first, and that was even like, you know, because exactly. they always say don't go first. If you go first, yo, he went first and he murked everybody. So you could tell that was like, man, I'm going first, I'm about to kill everybody. Do we deliver that verse? Yeah. As in, whatever you guys do after you hear my verse, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna murk everybody, and he did that. So true that, true that. Yeah, I, um. Did we give you a non-PC answer? I don't think so. <laughs> Again, we're talking about rap <laughs> and being impactful in general in, in Nigeria. You can't, there's no there's no metrics that EQ is higher on the list than people need to see, man. None at all. None at all. Anyways, you guys can also send us messages at fanmail at afrobeast.com. That's what you said. <laughs> Fanmail at A-F-R-O-B-A-T-S-P-O-D.com. Kicking off with some news this week, and we've got Mobad dead at 27. Yeah, it was real sad. Definition of a shocking death, if it was one for me. Um, Mobad was extremely talented, so young. His music gave a lot of people joy. I really loved his music. You know, there was something authentic about the way he sang. And we had nothing but high praises for him on this show. You know, we reviewed his EP, Blessed, earlier this year. So it's kind of painful to talk about him in past tense now and what could have been and all the clusterfuck around the death. It's just so annoying. And I, I, I delved deep into all these conspiracy theories that I, I just became more annoying for me. Uh, I don't even like thinking about it. It's just sad, sad stuff, man. Rest in peace, Mubad. I don't even know what to say. Yo, I mean, 
yeah, like you said, it's it was just it was totally shocking. As we said, also the pod, we we loved that album, EP, whatever you want to call it, and we like you know we said like this was one of the best music out this year, and it just feels like ah oh, man, it almost feels like a what could have been star because literally we felt like he would have been a star. Yeah, like his music was just that good. Um, excellent music on the EP. And it just feels like he was just he was he was up next and just yeah. feels like now it's even worse because of everything you just be reading on Twitter and IG. I think that's even what makes it worse. Yeah. Because it's like now everybody's something up with oh this happened, that happened, this happened, that happened. And I'm not even letting to you, I'm not reading any single thing. Like once I just see it on my feed, I just close it. Like I'm not reading anything. I don't care. I don't really know, like none of that, none of that's gonna help right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And it's not helping anybody. But you know, I don't know. Everybody wants to. Everybody wants to be a CNN reporter right now. So, and yeah, I'm not messing with that. I'm just, it's happened. It's been sad. Yes, we know. I don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. Um, so I'm gonna just keep it at that. Yeah. Sad, sad stuff. Once again, man. R.I.P. Mobad. Um, let's just move on to the next news, man. Um, Remas calm down, winning best Afrobeats at 2023 VMAs. You know, in our usual Remas sighting and the song that keeps giving, calm down has won. Calm down has won. Rema and Serena Gomez another award, and it's the VMAs for best Afrobeat song. Care, David Doe, Burner Boy, Aya Star, Bianca, and Whiskey. They were all in contention to win this award, but Calm Down, Calm Down said no. So, Calm Down, <laughs> Best Afrobeats Award for the 2023 VMAs. I wonder who's going to bag it next. From, from Rema Sighting to Thames Sighting, Thames making the list on the Times 100 Next List. Thames that has made the Times 100 next list, which celebrates 100 young individuals around the world who are making reputable feats and shaping the future across health, climate, business, sports, the arts, and more. On the 2023 list, Thames features alongside American producer Metro Booming and 2023's breakout rap sensation I Spice as part of Thames' appearance on the list. American Grammy Award winner and Oscar nominee Mary J. Blige wrote a profile in which she describes Thames as unique and original. Shout out Thames, man. Shout out Thames. First it was Kendrick with the it was Kendrick with the interview now. MJB with the profile. Yo man. Yo. Big ups. Album, album loading. Ah, we hope. So with everything that's happening, we just want to, you know, like like Show said earlier, nobody knows what happened and this, that, and the other, and everybody wants to become a CNN, you know, reporter. We just want to kind of shed light on how to navigate record deals because this is one of the root causes of whatever I say that is happening now. So I feel like in navigating a record deal, first of all, just know the record label is not doing you any favor. And they are not giving you free money. Any money they give you, you are going to pay you back. So the first thing you want to do is get a lawyer, you know, not a record label lawyer, 
a different lawyer from the one of the record from the, of a different lawyer from the record labels lawyer you know someone who's experienced in entertainment law because you are going to be seeing confusing terms ancillary rights indemnity net growth this that you know you need a lawyer that will help you check and clarify all these things another thing you need to get done is your contract length this is very important I see people signing 10 years and by year two, they're already fighting the label. <laughs> Under no circumstances should you sign a 10-year deal. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> no 10-year no deal. Keep it to the extra minimum if you can. Um, one other factor I think is important is ownership and rights. Let's be clear on this. Once you sign to a label, 90% of the time they own your master's publishing etc miss is just getting his master's back i he's publishing back from pop daddy <laughs> so you can you know how long that is what you need to look out for is the period in which you get your stuff back if you don't want anybody holding your master's publishing and stuff like that you need to stay independent or you need to build enough cloud to be able to negotiate you know your publishing and all this other stuff you know the list of what to look out for is endless like you can just go and read about it but I believe if a record label comes to sign you, that means they've seen something in you that they think can make them money. So that means you're already on the right track and it means you have some form of leverage. So be patient, don't be desperate, know that there's no fair deal, you have to compromise some things, you know, keep whatever contract length to the minimum possible amount of years and most importantly, fulfill your own contractual obligations man. i feel like that's those are the basic things you need to do i don't know if you have anything to add yo um i mean you're saying this in the form of like if it was a fair how would i put it if it was a fair field like a fair playing yeah. field so I'm, I'm thinking about it i'm saying look these people that are signing these contracts are coming straight out from poverty i'm not yeah. gonna lie to you like yeah we're talking about boys about of Ikuru yeah. dudes are just yeah. trying to get out they've been hustling they've been doing things we're talking about kids that like are from different states and like exactly like we're talking about people that are like yo man they don't know where the next meal is coming from <laughs> you know they're just trying to get out like they're tr- everybody's trying to get out you know, everybody's literally head below water. It's not big. <laughs> yeah. And these people, someone's just coming out and say, hey, look, I will drag you out and I'm going to give you this deal. I'm going to give you this amount of money. Like, I'm going to save your, basically, I'm going to save your life. There's no how these people are signing those deals. I don't care about what anybody's saying. I don't care about <laughs> even if they find another, if they find yeah. another. They're signing these deals. So let's just forget about everything because everybody's signing the deal. If I was that poor, I'm signing the deal. Yeah, signing the deal. Yeah, I get it. So let's forget about all this. It's gonna happen. So now the problem is after you sign the deal, what's the way forward? Do you always have to see out the deal or do you that's when it gets into you know that's when i think you know there has to be like a a a set of entertainment lawyers that like you know work for helping artists 
mm. improve the deals yeah. or improve the shitty deals that they signed yeah. to begin with. Because that's that's what I feel. I feel like, hey, look, because one, those guys signed those deals and they didn't have lawyers because they couldn't afford lawyers because they were dead broke. Mm. True that, true that. So if they signed those deals without lawyers, without people explaining to them, that deal is null and void. Yeah, but it's in so that has to be like something that people are going to do moving forward is like, hey, look, the industry is going to say, hey, look, these people are signing shitty deals because they do not understand. Okay, so I feel like the problem is it's not even that, you know, they're going to sign these deals. They're all going to sign the deals. My thing is they're going to sign these deals without lawyers because they can't afford these lawyers. So they're going to use the label's lawyers. And if they're using the label's lawyers, that contract itself should be null and void, right? Because nobody's vetting for them. Nobody's, you know, checking for them. No one is helping them. And since they can't afford it, since they can't afford an outside lawyer, they're going to use the label's lawyer. And so my thing is, when they do now can't afford and they have money, the industry should give it to them. Like, there should be a loophole in the industry that, look, these people signed these deals when they didn't have money, when they didn't have their own lawyers. And so we can review this whole contract maybe two years in. Two years in. Now they can afford a lawyer. Now they can afford an outside lawyer. Maybe they've had yeah, yeah. they made some money. Yeah. And so now we can check this deal over again and say, hey, look, does this align with what you want to do? Are you trying to sign with them for 10 years? Do you, is it five years you want? Is it that you want your masters with them? You want your publishing? Like it has to work because nothing is gonna, we're not, nothing's gonna help these people because everybody's signing these deals. So yeah. And the fact that we're too broke, we can't help you. We just have to help them somehow. The industry itself has to come together and say, hey, look, this is how we're gonna structure this thing so that when people, because they couldn't read and go, or they didn't understand, that we can check it back in like maybe two years or three years or something like that. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But you also have to look at it from the point of view of these guys that want to that want to sign them. And you and I know that these guys are, for lack of a better word, the fraud boys or the boys that just send money somewhere and want to just basically, you know, look for like a get rich scheme real quick. Like, oh, I put money into this artist in two years. I want my money back. So that's why it's always, that's why sometimes it's always hard for them to let these artists go when they blow. So I, it's just, like you said, I, I feel like the point you, you made is very valid in terms of like, the industry has to have like a standard, or if you don't sign without a lawyer, this deal is not on void and this person can resign. If you can go that route, then I think it'd be, it'd be a good, it'd be a good way to help both parties involved. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think that makes perfect sense because that should be the industry standard. I was able to afford, I was able to sign this deal with an outside lawyer, like someone who studied entertainment law that was not the label's lawyer. So the label didn't give me this lawyer. It, maybe even the industry can even have like, you know, pro bono lawyers, you know, I don't know. But, you know, things of that nature where they, you know, I need to sign this deal, it goes to the industry, whatever. And those, but then again, it could be that 
that's why I'm, I'm saying this whole thing because I'm saying that look, no matter what, these people are signing these deals. Imagine I go to a pro bono lawyer and the bono lawyer tells me, "Hey man, you shouldn't sign this deal, man, because this guy is gonna, <laughs> this guy is gonna hold your neck for, yeah, for seven it. years or something like that." And you like not eating? Like I don't care if he holds my neck. I just want to get out of the hood. That's why baby bands are big, <laughs> bro, bro. I just want to get out the hood. Yeah. So it's like, what, what, what? Man, there's no winning in this shit. There's no winning. Yeah, really no winning, man. Really no winning. But again, I think before you sign. Shine your eyes, don't be too desperate. <laughs> and again, if you can, the minimum amount of years is what you should sign. Again, if you can, be patient, don't be desperate, keep your contract length to the minimum amount of possible years. There's no winning, regular boys won't win, you won't win. And if you can stay independent, <laughs> stay independent and I'll push from there. Anyways, let's move on to the new songs and albums the jam this week. We have Rhythm and Blues by Aya Star. This one was produced by a guy called Spark, not to be confused with Sparks. Um, what else can we say about Aya Star other than she's a bit of work? I like this one straight up. I'm adding it to my playlist. What say you? Um, yo man, standard, standard dope song, higher star, you know, top, top female artist, <laughs> top female artist, you know, such as one her, you know, one her award that they didn't give her live on the Eddies, but still, she has just come through with a new single, that I think is a really good song. Um, as always, checking out for higher star, she hasn't let me down yet, so we keep going, we keep rocking. Yes, sir. We keep rocking. She hasn't let us down yet. Let's move on to MC Oluomo by Udumodu. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. Um, name and cover art aside, because I've seen a lot of controversy on that stuff. I don't support it, but, you know, art is art. I just feel like it's a formula I'm kind of tired of. Um, drill and the, I don't know. I'm not really feeling this one, so it's, it's a skip for me. I, I, I don't know how you feel about this one. Ah, uh, so Dumuru Black. So I, I get, I get that sometimes you try and you know use controversy to sell. Yeah, I get it always. It's it's what art is. Like yeah, you can, you can use you know, people use you shocking rap, shock arts. Yeah, yeah. It's all cool and it's all great and it's all great and good. Yes. But now you can't be the word of I'm trying to say is like you can't be oblivious when you get that shock back and then you start yes. like defend your art. Exactly. You're my G, you knew what you were doing. Hold on, hold on, You absolutely knew what you were doing with the shock app. You know. And I feel like you should just I, that, that's my my own thing about it is this. My own thing is about this that you could have just shut the fuck up. You could have said nothing because you know what you were doing from the jump. From the beginning, yeah. You you can't now come and now start like, you know, belittling people when you knew you were trying to be controversial to begin with. And now coming back and say, nah, man, y'all, y'all listen to the American yeah, talk about uh, this yeah, and that. Exactly. Yes. There are black Americans that listen to some of these things and they get offended by it as well. 
they're Colombians that do not like things by Pablo Escobar. They don't fucking like it. Even if black Americans are using it, black Americans have not been affected by Pablo Escobar. They don't, they don't know that. They don't know. Like, what, what do you, that made no sense. I was like, because Pablo Escobar has not affected those people personally. So they don't, they don't care about his, that they're using his name. Yeah. So if you now come out and people that are personally offended by this guy and using his name, people are going to be offended. It's, it's how this controversy works. <laughs> exactly. And you use that and now you're coming back and now saying that, hey, no, man. Uh, you people rock with those songs. Man, come on, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> that being said, yes, some, some you know, what he said the song stands for, of course, that's, that's, his, that's from his own pocket. That's from his own pocket. But yeah, I feel like, you know, production-wise, the song was pretty dope. Like, production-wise, the song was pretty dope. Yeah. You know, he's saying, he's using the same style that we, we like him for. We can't fault that. But like I said, you know what the song was about. You did the controversy route and, you know, it blew up in your face. Now just, just sing to your own tune, man. Just sing to your own tune. So that's that's my that's my take on it. I'm like, me, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Me, I'm tired of this one. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on to Shayo Galo. By the way, be the creator, as God. <laughs> Arianati. Um, I like this one. It has like a bounce and a bump to it. It's like, you know, rap meets house and electronica. It's different, but I, I totally fucks with it. Shayu Galo. What say you? I didn't know what the song was about, man. Like, I couldn't get... Because, first of all, when you go on Apple Music, it's yeah. under my piano. So, automatically, my mind was switched on that piano. And I was just like, this ain't got no fucking my piano to it. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think that was the first thing that like threw me off, but yeah, still on still, like I, I just couldn't rock with the song. Like okay, it just it, it was like a a dance song, yeah, and somewhere in between there, I'm not really dancing. Yeah, I'm not really dancing. So yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna sit this one out. All right, with show sitting that out, let's see what it says about the new album. Palm Wine Diaries, that's what we are getting into on our album review this week. Um, at first, I saw Palm Wine Diaries and I was like, why is Jules Farms in SDC? And then it just hit me, this is the guy that is the originator of the sound. He was the one that produced SDC's first Palm Wine song in quotes, and that's Feel Alright by SDC. That means he set the template for what you know, Sparks did and what Sparks is doing for SDC series. As you can kind of hear it on this EP, you know, six songs in total, R2B, Sakodier, Pure Arkans, in a Soul, Black Toy from the Roots, and a couple of other guys. Of course, the production is super solid. It's Jules, what do you expect? Uh, you get that palm wine theme from start to finish. Even if you don't understand some of the languages these guys were, you know, speaking and singing about, there's this certain vibe you get from the song. Solid EP, well curated, I think, for me. Um, first track, unfortunately, that's my fave. On that last track, I was just waiting to hear Ghost and Tech featuring Caveman or BOG. <laughs> um, and I kind of feel like in volume two, we'll focus maybe proper on Nigerian acts. Uh, maybe just me, Sha, but this is a, it's a solid EP for me. Yeah. It, it takes all the my EP, EP checks. So, yeah, nice one from Jules. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of was thinking about like, I, so when I saw Pine Wine Diaries, I was like, does this, is this like a, cause I, I don't know. Like, do you feel like this is a, would, would this be a controversial thing with SDC? Cause that's no matter what, like it's their tag now. Yeah, but I don't, if, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, so that was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, is this a will this be a problem or is it like you know, since you know we started like we started this sound together, yeah. it we're cool, you know, with me like you know, flipping the sound. I don't know. That's the first thing I thought about. Second thing, um, yes, you said so. Like, I think it's really cool. Like, it's you can just vibe with it. First thing that blew my mind was like got black thought on it's like show that niche. show that <laughs> you know me no black thought is my favorite yeah. rapper of all time so song yo ah, i was i was blown away by that so that was a dope feature <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a dope feature for me already i was like hey okay unfortunately yes but i think actually something small is my favorite song I think something small, yes. I think something small is my favorite song on the EP. I didn't understand a word, but yes, I vibrated, and this and and this is exactly what it it be like for like you know when white people just be listening to Afro beats and they be loving it. I felt really white right there, but yes, I ca- I caught the vibe. I caught the vibe. But yes, that's pretty much it for me. I got the vibe too, the palm wine vibes. So, like I said, I just feel like uh, there's going to be like one featuring like Nigerians where we can. I'm not saying these other people don't make music, but you know where we can feel <laughs> the Nigerianness in the palm wine diaries. So again, solid EP from Jules, man. Yes, check it out. From Jules, we are moving on to the spotlight of the week, and it is an artist called Amaeya. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it well, but it is A M A E Y A. The name of the song is called On My Own. It is produced by Deya Soul. The girl has a lovely voice. This is a very lovely song. I'm really hoping to hear more of her in the nearest future because she's talented. You know, I, I listen to her and I'm like, oh, this is talent right here. So you guys should check out the song On My Own by Amaeya. That's it this week on the Spotlight. Um, with that, let's move to another where Let's go to the turntable chats. And it's looking different a bit. So let's just kick off with number 10, Climbing Up, Oba Pluto by Charlie Poppy. Um, number 9, Coming Down, Ogaraya by Adekunle Gold. Sharply by Young John is Climbing Up again to number 8. Big 7 by Burner Boy is Coming Down. Giza by Burner Boy featuring Shayi Vibes coming down to number 6. Risen by Omale is at number five. Annabella by Cade is at number four. Climbing up a couple of spots, we have Ungozi, Crayon, and Ira Star. City Boys at number two. Burna Boy, and you guessed right, Ashake is lonely at the top again with lonely at the top. <laughs> yeah. At least it hasn't changed, man. This really hasn't changed. Really hasn't changed. So from there, um, my five this week, you know, I wanted to do a Mobad, you know, tribute again. So I just want you guys to go and listen to the Dust Controversy Hot and Artist episode. 
where we reviewed this blessed EP and my the five then was Mobad, five Mobad songs that was, you know, that I was really, really into. So you guys should check out that episode. It's called Does Controversy Hurt an Artist? Again, rest in peace, Mobad. Talented, talented young man. Gone too soon. Over to you for your fives. Yo, so my five is kind of, you know, responding to our fan mail of the week. Um, So basically, I'm just talking about my top five Nigerian MCs. Um, And this is based off lyricism, dopeness, whatever you want to call it, whatever matrix you want to put it in it. But I just want to say like, you know, you know, if, there's a microphone in the room. I expect that these people would print it up. So my five is at number one, Ghosts. I've said this a million times. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no other way to say it. But Ghost is is the dopest Nigerian rapper of all yeah. time. Yeah, that's it. I feel you. At that. number two, I have Mi. I have Mi at number two. You, you give. You can. Think you know, Mi had the corny phase where he was doing all that, but I think that was just you know straight off, just to make sure that he, how would you put it, he was a crossover artist. But make no mistakes, yeah. Mi is number two. Yeah. And number three, I have Mo Nine. Okay. You want to? I don't know. Mo Nine probably has like fifty-two albums by now, but <laughs> still. <laughs> Lyricism on points, raps on points. He's been doing this for so many years. I would say, like, Muna has been rapping since the 90s. Yeah. But yes, he's been doing it for so many years that he hasn't lost his footing. So, Muna would be at number three for me. At number four, if you uh, if you visited Unilag back in the days, Tiro Simos was dope then. He's dope now. So For so long... He's he's been how would I put it? His pen is sharp. His freestyles were sharp then. Bars wise, he's dope. He stays on beats. So I have him at number four. As <laughs> he stays on beats, <laughs> is that his song? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like he stays on beats. I'm just saying. That. Uh, all right, all right. And I don't want to do At number five, I have Tech. Like I said. No matter what you want to call it, SECB on one five. I don't care whatever list it is. It was top rappers, top MCs, top whatever you want to call it. SEC would be, and that tech and ghost will be in one to five. I don't care where you want to put them. They can be one, two, they can be one, three, they can whatever. However you want so to arrange it. Know the question yeah, everybody's going to ask you. Know the question everybody's going to ask you now. Where is Olamide on your list? Where's Olamide on my list? Yeah. Olamide would probably be sitting at number... First of all, you should be asking, where's Reminisce on my list? Reminisce is sitting at number seven for me. Okay. I rate Reminisce higher than Olamide. Higher than Olamide. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Remy be spitting. Rem be spitting. So, Remy is number seven. I think... Poet, I'll put Vector at number six. Okay. I'll put Poet number eight. 
I might put Badu at number nine. Where does where's AQ on your list? So <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking you this. But if, if I don't know where is AQ on your list? <laughs> AQ be number ten. Hey, how's that? How's okay, that? Yeah, that's all right, all right. That's it. That, that's that's unfair. <laughs> that's unfair. All right, that's shows five. I'm Let's move on to eliminate and we are celebrating jews baby jews production let's start with feel all right by sdc and radio by no so amadi doing battle what say you put one hand uh, one hand feel all right the, the, the originator and i'm feeling i'm feeling feeling too the originator man the one that started it that made this things stretch out for i want to say 10 or 11 years the sound yeah. stretch out for 10 or 11 years he created this behemoth of a movement that has not stopped yeah. has you know and has increased the lifespan of two of nigeria's greatest rappers to astronomical form so yes i would put it very deserved all right all right Let's do Battle of Mr. Easy's anointing. Should you give me the give me anointing? And you didn't my skin tight. Two Mr. Easy songs, one juice production. What say you? Nothing is touching skin tight. I say it right now. Nothing is touching All right. Skin tight. He said it. Nothing is touching skin tight. Let's do a Battle of the Burners. Rock your body and a very underrated bonus song, Guan. Ah, ah, tell me what the Rock your body, please. Rock your body makes it to the next round. Let us do one of I think 2020's best song, one of One Day Cole's best songs to me. Saw me saw by One Day Cole and I saw surrender by Mr. Easy featuring Simi. What say you? So me so me so makes it to the next round. So we have Feel Alright by SDC and Rock Your Body by Burner Boy doing battle at the semis. What say you? Rock your body, rock your body. Mm, 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 mm. But SDC feel alright. I would have picked that, but Rock Your Body makes it to the next round for sure. So we have Somiso by Wande Cole and Nothing is Touching Skin Tight by Easy. Let's find out with anything is touching skin tight now. What say you? Your body likes skin tight. Yo, bro. That song had us on chokehold, like strangling off. We nobody could say anything but that song, man. Bro, come on. Right. Let's, so let's be serious. I feel like with that, we already know what you're gonna choose between skin tight by Mr. Easy. <laughs> And rock your body by burner. What <laughs> song mixed into the pan? Skin night, yo, with our girl Effia. Yo, bro, that was that was that was the jam. That was the jam. I'm not even gonna Maybe lie. It felt like it felt like that was the sound that defined that era, that uh, that year when the song came out. Man. So I'm not even mad at it. Skin tight is the Jews' number one production for show this week. And with that, we've come to the end of another good 
great episode. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Afrobeats Weekly. We hope you enjoyed it. New episode drops every Monday. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. We would love to hear from you. Use the hashtag Afrobeats Weekly. Please leave us comments, suggestions, and send your music to fanmail at afrobeatspod.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram on Afrobeatspod. Catch you next episode. Peace out.